Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Masters of Our Domain, the podcast which is allegedly about the hit 90s sitcom Seinfeld. I'm Milo Edwards, someone who's never seen Seinfeld, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says. And this week we are joined by multiple Pete returning champion, uh, well known in this parish. It is Devon. How you doing? How you doing? Pleasure to be back, as always. It's a pleasure always. to have you back. Always, always a pleasure. See, always a pleasure to see that lovely face. Ah, mm. you're too kind. Yeah. See, what I've done between um, this episode and the last one I was on is get hooked and watch every episode of Seinfeld. So now I'm just now, oh, nice. <laughs> now I hold all the cards again. Um, all the cards. All the cards. I'm holding all the cards. And I'm very, very excited to get to talk about this episode. Uh, specifically i was i thought it was the soup nazi one i misremembered but this is mm. still good still good it's it's a it's a it's a great episode i love i love this absolute one. banger the introduction of Anya, an gorgeous mm. yeah i love it's doing film. like anti-english action mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> this is a propaganda episode it is a propaganda a episode a this is um this is the precursor to uh hamilton yeah the only thing is they can't they can't decide like whether or not the English guy is posh or a geezer. He keeps like flip flopping between being like, "Oh dear, pardon," and being like, "Mate." Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not a, sh a, really apparent yeah, a, where a, he's a, from. But um, a particular kind of posh tosser calls people mate all the time in like a very specifically aggressive way. But then it's done in a. It's just ever so slightly. It's kind of kind of matey, matey. All right. Like that kind yeah, of yeah, but where like, he's doing the kind of like cheers, mate. Yeah, I think you're. I mm. think you are supposed to take that as him mm. as, as him being kind of like aggressive and awful, and also like mm. I mean, like, if, like if if you compare it to say the accents on something like Frasier, where Daphne is supposed to be, is where she's supposed she's supposed to be she's supposed to be from Manchester, but then when her brother shows up. Who talks like um, Dick Van Dyke, and he's also supposed to be from Manchester. Mm. All right, Daphne. Also, Ooh, I, th I don't I know. It's fucking dreadful down on Canal Street, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, like you're joking. I was nearly brown bread a few times in Salford. That's literally what it's like. <laughs> Gorgeous. That's literally, that's yeah. literally what it's like. I think that they are unintentionally. Actually, no, no, no. You know what? You know what? I'm willing to say at this point that I think it's intentional. I think that they are intentionally um, making a joke about um, about a certain kind of person who like pretends to be posher than they are. And I think that you can tell mm. that because of the pardon thing. Because as we have discussed on this show before, posh people do not say pardon. No, but I I think this is just if this was a if this was British people doing it, I would agree with you. But I I think. This is just Americans not understanding no, no, British deliberate. people. No, deliberate. <laughs> I, I deliberate. Mean, they meant to more towards Milo on this one, I reckon. <laughs> no, it's deliberate. I think we've we got to go right. Occam's razor here. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, okay, fine. You know, Occam and his razor. Mm. <sighs> What's wrong with a nice pair of clippers? That's what I'll I want to I'll tell you know. what, if Occam had had a Gillette Mac 5, history would have gone would, a little bit we, differently. Would we be in this situation? Right. No. Would we no, be at we the mercy not. of the woke mob now? No, if no, Occam I had, don't think you know, we would access to that many blades. I reckon Occam's Occam? razor is a good name for like a sword. People don't name their swords that often. People don't tend to have swords that often. But mm. I think we should mm. get back into yeah. this. 
Yeah, I think yeah. that you're. I think that you're kind of. I understand the point you're making, but I think you're kind of diagnosing the problem backwards. It's less that people don't name their swords anymore, and more that mm. people don't have swords. Okay, well, I've got two problems. swords. I've got two <laughs> swords. One called Occam's Razor, and one called Pascal's Wager. Um, and I bring them <laughs> out. Alan's Razor also good. Yeah, yeah, we love to see it. Neil Razor Ruddock. Any of those. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that Occam of Occam's Razor was mm. not was not called Occam? Occam was where he was from. Oh, he was called William. It was William of Occam. He was William of Occam. Oh. William's Razor is much worse. I'm glad they went with Occam. <laughs> yeah, Occam Billy's sounds razor. much better. Yeah, oh, Billy's yeah. Razor. Actually, I'm turning around. <laughs> I like Billy's Razor <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> Billy's Razor isn't a sword, though. Billy's Razor is a kind of a like a kind of a walking around dagger. Yeah, Often. no, it's a proper stiletto. If you're looking for an explanation, why are you going with some fucking haughty-taughty-tarty explanation when there's a perfectly simple one right there? Billy's Razor. Billy's Razor. A guy down the pub who's explaining philosophical precepts to you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely fertile bit territory. I wish I could help you out, Um, but I don't know a thing about anything. (laughs) (laughs) I can see the seeds there, but I cannot, I can't sow any. Some things, some things are empirically true, whereas other things are true a priori. They are Mm -hmm. simply logical axioms, which must be true, else all reasoning simply falls apart. If you've got, if you've got anything like to... Like to to add to that bit, then you know, please do, please do, uh, please do write in. Um, I'd, for example, I would love to hear the uh, guy down the pub uh, account of the ontological argument for the existence of God. Mm. That's a, that's always a that's always a cracker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. St yeah. Anselm down the pub. That's something that I would be very very interested St. in. St Anselm does sound like a bitter that an uncle would drink. In fact, I think there oh, is does. a bitter called St Anselm. I think two there is. St Anselm, please. I think that is. Yeah, do feel free to finger. pause the podcast now and just like slide <laughs> in your own bits. <laughs> do your own, do your own, your own philosophical bits. Yeah, that's right. Um, good. In the Wikipedia page, it says this philosophical razor, which I like Ooh. because it makes it clear that it's not a literal razor. Mm. Yeah. I'm pleased about that. Now, there's a it definitional did, it, oh. argument about God, which is that if he is all good and all powerful, why does he allow Carlin to exist? All right, all right. How many this is actually are really. This is actually really interesting. The phrase, <laughs> did, not, the phrase did not appear. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The phrase did not appear until a few centuries after his death. He didn't invent the principle, but the razor and its association with him was due to the frequency and effectiveness with which he used it. So it was like his it's running like me bit. and Fritzel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just his thing he did, and afterwards they named thing. it for him. That's nice. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. Very few great like artists that. are appreciated in their lifetime. That's right. Mm. Another show. And if uh, yep. Van Gogh had a razor, then, yep. well, no, he, oh, he definitely on. did have no, a razor. No, he definitely, he he definitely it, had yeah. a razor. If he had a safety he, razor. If he had a safety razor, story. then it would have mm-hmm. been a different story. Yeah, Van Gogh was just trying to neaten up his sideburns, but he had undiagnosed dyspraxia <laughs> because of medical sexism in the Netherlands at the time. Medical sexism against men? Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay. <laughs> the Dutch have always been very forward-thinking. <laughs> I see. And that is, of course, how you fix medical sexism. You, you just that's do right. it against men instead. Yeah. I, t- yeah. I, I tell you what, these, these men will be laughing on the other side of their face when they've got a T-shaped coffer coid all shoved up their jacksie. 
I mean, you, like again, you joke, but that I mean, that's true. That's true. They would, they would be laughing on the other side of their faces. I believe. I believe yeah. that to be the case. That's how you get them. What episode oh. are we doing, Milo? Oh, like, I can just hear Dev typing, just like silently pulling just stuff trying, up on screen. Just trying <laughs> to get go. that joke. I really would love to get that joke. I'm just, what, I'm working on it right now. I feel, like, you, uh, I feel like Dev is just like composing an email to their handler at the minute. Just like, you know what? Extract me. I can't, I can't do this anymore. No, no. It's, it's Extract like the, me. <laughs> it's like the bit where Tom um, Googled enough to understand the Bader Meinhof joke. Like 10 minutes after you told him, oh, I'm just trying so to get that right now. And then, and then that he out loud went, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but perfect. then, like, there was no need for him to bring this up again. This was an unforced error. And then he brought it up again, but then couldn't remember the name of the Bader Meinhof, which is, like, to me, just a perfect, a perfect series of, of jokes. It's mm. good. It's good. It's good. He's a good. He's lad. a top quality lad. He is. We went. Top, we went together to uh, Diggerland, Kent, uh, just before he went oh, back yeah, to Australia. Yeah. We took a little trip down to the oh, construction yeah, equipment to to amusement park. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was great fun. Had an absolutely sounds, lovely day of it. That sounds terrific. The only, the only two fun. people who've ever got on the train to Diggerland. <laughs> It was horrendous. The kind of names of some of these fucking places that you end up when you get the train down mm. to Diggerland. But uh, no, it was an absolutely lovely day, untinged with irony. Just genuinely yeah, that quite really a... nice. That sounds oh. really, really nice. I'm, yeah. think, I'm thinking of getting into something wholesome. That's oh, yeah. going to be my yeah. new thing. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into wholesome stuff. Hmm. Yeah, like, nice. um, like maybe like birds or trees or both. Birds or birds trees? Good. Birds are good. Birds are good. Birds are good. It's a classic trees, Andrew trees Law also technique. decent. Trees yeah. are nice. Trees are nice. Good morning. Trees are pretty nice. There's a tre- there's a tree that lives near that lives near me, and I say it lives near me like it's like my neighbour, and uh, I do think of it like that. So yeah, I think it um, is. I think you're right. And it was like and it was like plotting in like the 18th century. So I mean, like it's it more probably permanently has your neighbour than any of your other neighbours. Well, that's true. So it probably has some bad politics that tree, but um, it's mm. very grand and splendid. Staple of the neighborhood, that tree. <laughs> it's actually a wig. <laughs> yeah. Well, I believe tree. that if we nationalize the East India Company, then <laughs> yeah. it has dandyish politics. It's a fop. And, uh, um, and again, feel free to add in your own bits to that. At home. Please do. What would, what would the dandy 18th century tree believe? What sort of views would it have? I, I don't know. Probably that, that goes to any of for a cup of cocoa. Just, just feel free to take any of these bits and run with them in your own time. <laughs> yeah, just you know, yeah, that's we, what the we should yeah. it, we should like issue a kind of choose your own adventure like coloring book, like a so yeah. it's a kind of mm. so there's a kind of activity table element to it. Mm. You get more out of the podcast when you add in your own bits. You know, yeah, we're absolutely. More, this is like a coloring book. You know, we provide the guidelines. Mm-hmm. But to really enjoy the podcast, what, what, exactly what I just said in so many words, <laughs> is, is it? All right. Sorry, <laughs> I was putting up point. the episode. Let me say it also, um, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't yeah, actually no, doing if, the thing just, where I just repeat what you've said. Feel free. Pause the episode. Any but of these not listening to you, so it's fair to criticise me for that. <laughs> so that's a, that. That is a fair point. A fair point, well made. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. I think if you clarify, the kind of sexism I was engaging was not in stealing women's ideas, but simply in not listening to them. <laughs> just trying to do a yes, that's nice, dear, and then just crack on with it. <laughs> I respect that a great deal. What a darling thought. Lovely. Yeah, love, um, to, love, to, love to be yes dear on the entirely audio medium that I share with my business so partner. Rude. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Amazing. Definitely, definitely fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah, I've actually replaced myself with a soundboard <laughs> that just fills in the gaps. Um, I, I did that with Abby. I've got kill that cunt on me. Kill that cunt. <laughs> I don't, I've Amazing. got a, a couple of Abbeys. Hello, my name's Abigail. For- <laughs> that was just useful for, to me. For, for a minute, I thought mm-hmm. you were saying that you have like some sound drops to use when Abby's talking. That's what I thought you meant uh, for a second there. Like a sound drop, just like, shh. <laughs> I just, it's it's a great bit. Every time she's not on the podcast, I love to get like a bunch of audio drops of her and just be like, no, 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 she's here, she's here, she's here. Don't worry, lads. Don't worry. Continue mm. to give us your money. That's what we need. Um, Right, so the episode we're talking about is Mm. Season 6, Episode 7, The Soup. What an episode. It's not The Soup Nazi episode. Not The Soup Nazi Nazi episode. If I get excited, why not? A suit and a soup. Hmm? Mm. The two two S's. That's true. The soup. Yes. Yes. The good good kind of two S's. episode, this one, I think. This one's, yeah, one of my favourites. It's one of my um, favourite Jerry plotlines. It's very. Season, it's, it's 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 a, it's a really good Jerry plotline, and he mm-hmm. hasn't had a good plotline for a little bit. And you know, yeah, it's a, he is like it is his show, so nice to give him something um, to do. The the opening bit, I I'll level with you. I was making lunch at the time, and I, it kind of it was very short, and it sort of passed me by. It's okay. not a phenomenal bit. It's about how like people change when they start dating someone. Oh yeah, no, it's mm, like yeah, no, it's 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 not a great bit. It's a. Uh, it's a like it's like your friend has been replaced by someone that you kind of recognise. It's a kind of Stepford wife bit, but he doesn't he doesn't sort of go that he doesn't go quite that far. It's not it's not a great bit. Oh. It's not mm. a great bit. And if you don't like this bit, mm. you're done. No more bits. <laughs> no more bits. <laughs> At that point in the runtime, one bit. That's that's true. That's true. Bit. It's fucked up. Used to get three. It's interesting. Like some people, I think, do change when they're dating someone, and others like really don't. I think it depends whether mm. you're the whether mm. you're the dominant in the relationship or not. You know, the dominant. Are you the what like well, You know they you know they talk about how like uh, the the thing about when women live together, their periods synchronize, but everyone syn- they don't synchronize in the middle. Like one woman's period synchronizes to the other. Yeah, the the, mm. the wolf. Yeah, woman. exactly. Like so, one yeah, is exactly. the, the and, and I think it's similar in a relationship. Like the personality is kind mm-hmm. of synchronized, but one person synchronizes to the other. So it depends whether you're sort of the anchor personality or the one that kind of gravitates. I see. Mm. Yeah, no, I, no, I, so, no, I sort of do I know. Am. I sort of do know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, it's like there's there are like some people who stay friends with their group of friends and then they have their partners as add-ons. Yes, yeah. mm. and then they get introduced into the group, mm. and then there are some, and then there are some people who like who go off to their partner's friends. And look, we're not going to name anyone. Never both. It's not what this podcast is about. It's not about naming no, names. This is not the this is not the name and shame podcast. This is not the call it's not out about podcast. People, Phoebe and I know that we could append these labels to. It's not about that. It could be about that, but it's not going to be. <laughs> could be about it if it was. <laughs> could I mean. be. Could be. If we were to do a, a naming a naming podcast, we could say some names. We could. They might not be who we're talking about, but we are capable yeah. of saying a name. You could say a name. 
William. William of Ockham. There's a name. William of Ockham. Oh, yeah. mate. William's Rosa. As soon as he got a girlfriend. There's a name. Different guy. I tell you what, for a man who claimed he liked to keep things simple, oh boy. Started growing a beard when he got a girlfriend. <laughs> With William. Are you everything you ever hated? <laughs> what are you doing, man? What's happening here? You're like a sea captain. The whole the whole bit is about how like if your girl if your girlfriend um and your mates don't get on you have to pretend not you have to pretend not to agree with your friends about stuff because you want to carry on having sex with the woman. I don't I don't think this is a particularly good piece of mm. observation. Yeah, that's no, it's not great. That's no. real bad. No. It's not up there. What, you, it's not up there. What are you? Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, as ever with relationships, the solution is a simple one, which is um, don't date people for whom you have intellectual and moral contempt. And then. Oh, that's 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 very good advice. And then you won't Milo. often find yourself in that <laughs> position. But no, that's no, that's no, that's no, that's, that's excellent. No, that's no, excellent. Honestly, you're that's spitting. excellent you're advice. Spitting, yeah. Really, really good. Really good from Milo's advice corner <laughs> over here. Thank you. Because that's something that you would never no, do. No, it's not. The razor's only only got a blade on one side. Listen, Look, Phoebe, I didn't say I wouldn't date <laughs> someone only go for outward. whom you have intellectual and moral contempt. <laughs> 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 I never said that. I know. I like to run and buy Phoebe at the start, just in case. That's yeah, fine. I think that's right. Thank you, Dev. Mm, yeah. Everyone should run their relationship choices by me. That's right. Just a quick vibe check on this. If Phoebe yeah, doesn't like, like her, it's like, I'm sorry, it's over. Mm. Yeah, I'm like, at this point, I'm quality control. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoebe, mm. Phoebe's like that that machine in Ikea where it's like hammering one of the armchairs in a Perspex box for like 10,000 hours. You can see what it can take. You just load mm. your prospective girlfriends in yeah. there. Phoebe prods them about. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Ask them some questions. What are our views on brunch? Shining Ask a light in her face. Mysteries. Have you ever had a mimosa? What's the earliest in the morning you've had a mimosa? Look, I like mimosas and I think that they're a perfectly suitable breakfast drink. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? I don't know what the limits of brunch are. It's not it's not a great bit and it but it is a great episode. So a little bit of a little bit of duality there, a little bit of conflict. (laughs) Little bit of peril. Little bit of the Hegelian dialectic. That is right. Yeah, yeah, like meta-analysis, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The weird name is um, his name wasn't even Hegelian. It was actually Neon Genesis <laughs> Hegelian. Oh, God damn it. Hell. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. I've never even watched it. I don't even know what it is. It's a Japanese TV show about I- robots. Honestly, my yeah, life, I barely, I barely know what yeah. it is, and I feel like I get sent screenshots from this fucking thing daily. Mm. It's like, it's like Adam Levine's DMs. <laughs> he's building power mm. to try to do it on 10K, but it, I, there's no way. There's no way yeah. he'll ever go. No, he's like he's not. Sorry, it's not going to happen. That's just that's just that's just the way it's got to be. Yeah. We made you watch one cartoon and it was lame. Mm. Yeah, and there's which I actually got quite into yeah. in the end. <laughs> I, so it's I, not I actually did quite. Get, I actually did get quite into it, but that's it. So I did. I did girl, end up buying your girls filled up thing, yeah. on cartoons. So we open in the cafe. You did what? We do. And um, George is convinced that the waitress fancies him. Um, and, uh, and then Jerry's like, well, they do work for tips, George. 
No, he fancies the waitress and he's asking Jerry if he thinks that she's flirting with him. Like, like Costanza's I never confident. No, I think she is yeah. as well. Costanza's never confident in the flirtation. Well, no, that's what I mean, is in he's picking think. up on the fact that she's flirting with him. Yeah. He's, yeah. Che- he's checking it with Jerry. And then Jerry's like, well, they yeah. do work for tips. Yeah. yeah. Jerry is not very supportive. No. Jerry's saying he should have got the egg situation. white omelette, which is a, a chaos move. Was he a bodybuilder? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I wrote that down. Egg white omelette, insane, horrifying, insane. Um, you actually do find you actually do find out that uh, Jerry does have a little bit of um, body dysmorphia, mm. <laughs> as you find out later on. So it makes sense that he like occasionally gets like weird about it, like yolk. The yolk is the best part of the also, egg, and it's like, pretty healthy. Gender dysphoria. Absol- oh, mm. absolutely. But like, um, but like, there's a particular kind of like health American. Mm which Jerry is supposed to be one of. Mm. Like it is like, it is a genre. Like they don't mm. exercise, but like they don't drink caffeine and they don't drink alcohol. Mm. And cause like you'll, you'll remember you basically never see Jerry drinking ever. Mm. That is true. And there's also a thing very, very early on about how he doesn't drink caffeine um, and has been like accidentally drinking this like caffeinated herbal tea of some description. Oh yeah. I forgot about that storyline. Yeah, they're yeah. always drinking well, coffee. Very, so like I guess a, he's just always drinking decaf. I so think he's probably always drinking decaf. He's drinking decaf. He's not eating the yolks. He's inspecting the labels on his jeans. He's like he he's, he could use some some help. Mm. I think. Yeah, he should hit the gym. He should go. He should go Riley mode with it. I reckon. Oh wait, no, he does. No, he does go. He he like he plays like mm. he plays like basketball and like. Mm. Squash and stuff. Jimmy Jimmy Seinfeld. He does. That's a bit. He's a member. He's a member of the health club. Right. <clears throat> should lift more J- weights. Jimmy though. Seinfeld. Because we get. We should. Yeah. We get it confirmed in this episode actually that he doesn't lift, which to me, mm. I mean, obviously that makes me disrespect him massively. Yeah. Mm. You ever well, heard well, the squad about his, Someone's not put the weights I'm back. I'm concerned Why? about his um his bone density in in later life. Yeah, you want dense bones. He's not doing ideally. any. If he's not doing any. If he's not doing any strength training. Oh, typically, you want dense bones. Are you a bird? Mm. Don't want hollow bones. Prefigured no. my next sentence, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah sure. Um, are you trying to seasonally <laughs> migrate? What's going on, buddy? I would I like to seasonally migrate. I would like to seasonally migrate. I think birds have the right idea. Mm. Seasonally migrating would be sick. I think yeah. I should look into that. Birds love a depaysement because they're all working on their fourth novel and they've got writer's block. Excuse me. Just moving directly. The birds love a <laughs> the birds love a summer, yeah, and they refuse to ever hang out anywhere in winter. And I think that's right. something I can respect. You know, that's yeah, like that's a, that's like, a well. uh, like a famous concept of like you know you're like you, you're working on your you're working on your novel and you can't do it. So you know you go and you go and like rent a house in the south of France for like four months or something. And you're like I'm going to enclose myself in this you know that is war yeah, this, like, this is a, a writer's thing. retreat. Yeah, like a, this is a. This is the premise for most and the horror French films. French call it a more like an out of country. Uh, I guess. Oh, yeah. well, no, I'm familiar with the concept, not the not the word. You can't account for what the French think. Of no, them. that is very true. <laughs> Largely because they destroyed all the records. <laughs> what did anyone in France not think of, between uh, 1939 and 1945? No one knows. The records were all destroyed in no a large knows. fire. And don't ask don't any questions about it. No, they certainly don't know about the big the big country house. No. That's right. So yeah. Anyway, uh, George decides he's going to like try and ask the waitress out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we actually get footage of him doing this. I didn't. It, there may have been. No, no we don't. We don't. It's <laughs> off cam. 
Fine. Don't. Elaine but rolls there is, up. There, there is a good observation about how once you've left somewhere, walking back in to ask someone out is like the hardest move. Oh, it's impossible. The hardest move there is. Yeah, and I think that's right. That that seems right. It's to a me. difficult move, but it's also ballsy. You know, it sort of it carries mm-hmm. with it a sense of you know a guy doing that. What else is he prepared to do? Yeah, this guy's got dense bones. Yes, yeah. not Seinfeldian <laughs> hollow bones mm. like a kind of long bird. It's like a friend of mine who once Jerry technically is a bird. Observed that if someone's squaring up to you, you should headbutt them because no one ever fucks with you if you lead mm. with the headbutt because. No, it's the most insane possible yeah. move. So going for it right off yeah. the bat. If someone's first resort is to hit you with their own face, what's their second resort going to be? Mm. <laughs> what are they gonna, what's the rest of this flowchart? Yeah. You don't want to find <laughs> out. This is already an 11 out of 10 severity. Where are they going with this? Yeah, this is, yeah, this is, a, zero, this is a zero to 60 situation mm-hmm. if someone's headbutting you. Yeah, as an opener. Have you ever headbutted anyone, either of you? No, I've never headbutted anyone. Yeah, no, not, not deliberately. Milo? <laughs> not, not deliberately. Who have you had started by accident? Oh, so many accidents. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. You never. I you like. Look, we've all like. You're having sex. Yeah, you, you headbutt someone accidentally. <laughs> we've all been there. That's right. Yeah. Critical misunderstanding of nut. <laughs> I don't think I've ever headbutted anyone accidentally. Mm. You do no, have the advantage there of being quite small. Yeah, that's true. But no one's ever headbutted me. You do have the advantage there of being quite That's small. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but like... Be a long journey time, the average person I had by Yeah, you, but I like... But I don't want to get too much into, into kind of graphic detail, but mm-hmm. I'm more than capable of being kind of on a level with someone's face, mm-hmm. despite our height disparity when standing. Okay, yeah, sure. That's mental. We're talking on yeah, the lateral plane here. Sorry. Yeah, ah. like... I think you're not thinking orthogonally. I love to think orthogonally. <laughs> like, yeah, mm. that's that's another thing that uh, William of Ockham invented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rotating a Phoebe me, in my call head. Call me Euclid because <laughs> I'm thinking orthogonally. <laughs> Getting orthogonal in the pussy. Yo. Mm. Exactly. That is right. Exactly. I've d- yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think that's something. That's something which you which you are getting which you are getting wrong. If you are habitually, I, I, I did like, not. I did not people. use the word habitually. Let's just let's just put that on the record <laughs> right now. Let's just get it's that down. Ever done. Let's chisel that into the stone tablet of this episode. That I did not use the word habitually. <laughs> uh, can't stop himself from headbutting. I'm people. saying it has happened. Okay. Yeah. Not not like that's a very fun. hard headbutt. Okay. So you know, like. Not, not like a kind of Statham no. headbutt. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't realize that was on the table. I've definitely accidentally bumped my head against someone else. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah, certainly that, on the cards. That, 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 that's not. That's not a lot of intentionality oh, okay, to me. No. I com- That was literally the word I was about to use, mm. Dev. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, a girl whose kink is like, I want you to headbutt me like Statham. I want you to wear this swimming cap, <laughs> and then I want you to headbutt me. <laughs> And call me Cupcake. <laughs> what? Why? Why a swimming cap? Why? Yeah. Because he's bald. Because he's bald. Or because yeah. he used to be a, Or because he used to be. Uh, because he used to be a championship swimmer. Uh, he wasn't a swimmer, but what he was was a next model. No, he oh, was, was a he? swimmer. I'm sure he was. Yeah, I'm absolutely okay. You know what? I'm going to look this up that just in case. Head I'm like aquadynamic. That's right. Giving false information. I am almost positive he was either a swimmer or a diver. Avid diver. 
was a member of Britain's national diving team, competed for England in the 1990 Commonwealth Games. Competed for England. Avi for England. Avi diver sounds like a homophobic slur. <laughs> it does, yes. <laughs> He's still yeah. an avid and diver. If you, uh, and if uh, everyone, uh, everyone uh, goes onto uh, their Google tab and uh, Google image searches for Jason Statham swimmer, uh, you will you will see something. You'll see some see some stuff. You'll see some okay. images. Oh, um, if you're listening, so you if you're listening at home, um, then I suggest that you do that too. Right, so I need to do this as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just it's just Jason Statham. Isn't it? It's Statham with hair. It's oh, Statham with hair. It's Statham with He's hair. already Statham balding at this point. He's already balding. He looks yeah. Odd with hair. It looks wrong. Mm. It yeah. It doesn't look right. It's like I'm seeing George Clooney before he went grey. Mm. It's just not right. He is absolutely mm. yoked, though. Or, still. or Willis with hair. Willis or, with um, hair is a, is an odd energy. I watched I watched Forbidden Planet recently, uh, like 1950s, and it's got Leslie Nielsen playing like the straight man, like the hero. Mm-hmm. It's really weird oh. to see Leslie playing like so. Just play every line completely straight. He's got hair. It's not even white. Very strange. Are we on, are we on first name terms with with Leslie Nielsen now? Is that, is that where we've got to? Okay. Uh, I'm sure that's right. I just, I just wanted to just double check. I'm on first name terms with everyone who's died because they can't dispute it. Has Leslie Nielsen died? No. Has he died? I don't think he has. Sorry, I've, now, I've now gone down I'm a Statham rabbit hole and I'm distracted by how hot <laughs> Rosie Huntington Whiteley is. This is... Uh... I think... Wait, Leslie Nielsen's dead, isn't he? He died in 2010. Oh. You really okay. threw me for a loop there. I was like, I swear to Christ, oh, yeah. I'm sure the man has, has passed I, I on. Don't, I, I don't... He's oh, gone on into the next that's, that's realm. Sad. Um, indeed, no, we indeed. cut to Jerry's apartment. Oh, Rainbow sorry. Bridge. Elaine walks in. She has met, had a romance in England with a guy, and she's used mm-hmm. her airline miles to bring him back to New York for a few days. He's got like an open return ticket, so he can go back when he wants. Um, this is a disaster of a situation. Mm-hmm. Terrible for a relationship to start with. Absolutely is, abysmal. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely awful. Hmm. But then, having said that, like we've all, like we've all done the kind of the unwise extension of oh, holiday absolutely. romances like that's definitely something that we've we've all done yep yep you could say can't judge, can't that. judge. you could say that um so they <laughs> we got to jerry's <laughs> that wasn't directed at you oh, i was it I not I mean, literally mean we, was it was it no, not it indeed <laughs> no it so it was literally it was mean that we've all done it because so many previous <laughs> things were directed squarely at yeah, but normally mm-hmm. when I direct right. things at you, normally mm-hmm. I'm listening. Um, I don't do it even remotely subtly. Okay. In fact, normally if something's directed at you, I say this is directed at you, Milo. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, that is a bit of a giveaway <laughs> when you do that. I was going to recommend <laughs> that you a, stop doing that. It's a typical situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never put me in a situation. Um, Never put me in a situation. We come to Jerry's apartment. Uh, Kramer is having his fridge removed because. He, since he's had the kidney stone in the previous episode, he is now getting rid of, he's no longer eating non-fresh food, by which he means anything which has been stored at all. Because a normal person would think, well, yes. a fridge keeps your food fresher. But Kramer's cutting out the middleman. He's eating stuff straight out of the supermarket. That's right. What's that weird diet that all the seed oil lunatics are, are doing at the minute? Oh, Veganism? I have absolutely no idea. It's, I'm so it's, pleased oh, to have no idea. It's like, it's insane. Hang on. Hang on. The seed oil guys are weird. I, I don't know what's going on with all of that. I like to think yeah, that seed oil I've, is a cum derivative. Mm. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm thinking of cum yeah. derivative being like uh, something that's traded on the stock exchange. <laughs> it, it tracks the overall cum price, but you don't, you, you don't actually have to hold any cum to buy it. So there's no cost involved in holding the, uh, the cum derivative bond. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, it's a weird diet. It's named after like this, this like weird guy who says that you can't eat peas or something. I don't know. Can't eat peas. Peas? Yeah, peas I, are so I think good. It, I can't eat peas. Mm. Yeah, a pack of frozen like, peas, like peas in the fucking freezer, just like into any meal, basically. It, here's the thing, though. It's really good just to keep the bag, just yeah. just so you know that it's there. Fresh if you need peas, it. great, delicious. Frozen peas, a whole mm. different ballgame entirely. I think they're one of the most like different peas? vegetables. Ah, I disagree. I think a frozen yeah. pea is fine. It's inoffensive, but a fresh pea is great. But a frozen pea is, is such a poor shadow of the fresh pea. I think the problem with the fresh pea is they've got a lot of effort to you shell output. You've got to shell Fuck, them. Fuck, who is it? And like, there's some girl I was seeing it tastes good. Like back uh, like springtime, and she was texting me asking, what are you doing? And I was making dinner. I was making a roast, and I was like, I'm shelling peas. She's like, what do you mean, shelling peas? And then I sent her a picture of a bunch of peas in pods, and then peas mm. like in the colander. And then she was like, wait, yeah. is, that, is that how peas grow? In and I was like, yeah, that, they come in pods and then you take them. She's like, I've never seen that before. No, you're right. You've you've never dated anyone who you have no respect for their intellect. That's true. You definitely have never done that. I, I actually took great great joy in her sense Good of point. wonder at the world. This yeah, one was not okay. my girlfriend. I would like to just clarify that. Okay. Had, I've certainly had I had an argument mm. with with my uh, my ex's mother at one point because she just refused to believe me that pe- like um, peanuts grow underground, and I was like, mm. being like, I swear to Christ, like why would I lie to you about this? <laughs> do they not? Oh, it's the sort of thing I would lie about. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do they not? Do they uh, not yeah, grow on a tree? Fair. They grow underground. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of assumed they seemed like a tree thing. Most nuts are kind of tree or no, bush. No, they're not based. a tree. It's, it's more of a yeah. A but remember, bush they're not. Thing. Remember, they're, they're not nuts. They're a legume. In they're fact, like you know what? I, th- you know what? I'm pretty sure that peanuts like aren't even a legume. People think that they are because they know that they're not a proper. They know that they're not a true nut. They? they grow above ground. No, no peas. Peas do grow above. Peas grow ground. in a kind of. It's like um, what what are those things that pea pods come on, like come in? It's like a kind like like almost like a kind of a vine, so like yeah, a kind of ground I vine. Yeah. I, well, last night I found out that um, uh, broccoli is named after the family who owned James Bond and not the other way around. And that, yeah. yeah. What? They yeah, invented I found out it. about that and I'm not happy about it. They invented broccoli. Yeah, the producer of James Bond, he was called, a guy, he was called um, Cubby Broccoli, mm. right? Or what? Yeah, Cubby was Cubby it. Cubby Broccoli? Cubby Broccoli, yep. Um, and his, I, I just assumed that was a funny name, but it turns out his family are actually the ones that first crossed they actually, the it's like a bit my friend Alex Findlay would have done at university. Like the, the family are rich from inventing broccoli, and every time you use broccoli, me. you have to pay them a small <laughs> like tax. Yeah, the what, James Bond guys. Royalties. Yeah, have uh, I told you the story? Family's that, broccoli, um, and then my mate, my mate Findlay, uh, at there was a guy at his college who was convinced that he was really posh. And so, like, another one of our friends, Spencer, decided it would be really funny to, like, play up to this and start feeding this guy made-up stuff about Findlay, such as saying that 
he's an aristocrat whose family are extremely rich because they invented lunch as a, as a meal <laughs> to keep their God, to keep so their good. plantation workers going for longer. Fuck, um, fuck that's so um, good. And that every and that it's part of council tax that you have to pay a small a small kind of um uh, like m- memoriam to to the lunch foundation because you're presumably eating lunch. That's I love yeah. that. That's and this so guy good. believed it. And that feels like the uh, but that feels like the kind of thing that could almost be true. Well, in case you're wondering, uh, peas are a climbing vegetable and they climb using pea shoots called tendrils. There you go. They wrap around just about anything they come into contact with, needy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if it was like a right. time lapse of peas growing, they do that like, guy spiraling just holding thing, his dick near some peas. Like, come on. <laughs> come come on. on. I'm so lonely. Give me a break just touch here. it. Um, right, yeah. So the uh, Kramer's having his fridge yeah. removed. Um, oh, yeah. And but uh, Jerry has earlier b- bumped into this comedian in the cafe that he doesn't like, mm. who says he wants peanuts are legumes, by the way. Yeah. Who says he wants to give him a a uh, a suit? And then the guy comes around to Jerry's yes. apartment, and he's got he's got the suit. It's a brand new Armani <sighs> suit. I don't understand why he wants to give away a new suit. That I'm not clear on. Because he's Let's been working out, and now he's too big for the suit. He's too young. This, this is the introduction you get to Banya. He he yeah. he shows up a lot. Yeah, mm. in the coming season, he's, he's, he's such he's, he's such a good bit part. He's like he's I think he's one of the best. He's right up there, Paddy, to me, hundred um, percent. This is this is actually oh, Riley Moe. I'm so excited to see Paddy <sighs> theatrically giving away your suit because you're too jacked now. Yeah, yeah. I'm he's huge. gotten too big, and he's like, I don't fit my suit anymore. Would you like it, Jerry Seinfeld? Mm. That's right. Because he like because he likes Jerry. He thinks they're friends. Mm-hmm. Jerry does not agree with this sentiment. He does not. Which is also this this harkens back to a previous episode where there's a comedian who thinks he's friends with Jerry. And Jerry going mm. through there. Which is, I was also on for in, in the episode of the movie. Isn't yeah, you were. Guy? This, um, Arbuckle, his name is. Arbuckle, yeah. He wanted to store yeah. his trench coat in Jerry's locker. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> I love Jerry's like comedians that he runs into. Yeah. Mm. They're such a, va- like a rich tapestry. Like the, um, the prop comic from The Fire. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah, 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 you never see him again, unfortunately, which I think is a I shame because he feels like a rich character. Um, but yeah, this whole this whole business with uh, the comedian that thinks that he and Jerry are friends. Um, it's, it's more than that. He thinks they're friends, and he also thinks they're kind of equals and colleagues. Mm. And mm. that that is what Milo, yeah. um, I thought was like particularly um, particularly resonant for you and how you feel about quite a lot of the comedians that you come oh, yeah. across um in, in edinburgh i was um hanging out at, outside a gig with a comedian who i'm kind of like friendly with but don't know particularly well and um and we were bitching about someone i can't even remember who it was now um and then he was like uh and then he and then he was like yeah and apparently like uh, he's a real he's a real bastard as well and then i was kind of like and i was kind of like well to be honest that's probably what people say about me and then he just like completely sincerely turned to me and went, what? But you're one of the nicest people I've ever met in comedy. And I was just like, what? <laughs> who else have you been meeting? <laughs> who are these? <laughs> who are these people you've been meeting? Who are these people? Who are these people? Who are these people who are worse than me? To be fair, though, like you're not like you're not horrible. You're just low tolerance. Yeah, that's true. I'm quite polite. You're yeah. polite, yeah. That's true. Actually, actually, no. People, like, I think that you, I 
think that you're not as good as hiding your distaste for people that you don't like as you think you are. No, that is true. But I'm, I am, I still nevertheless pay lip service. Yeah, like you're like you're never you're never a, you're never a dick to anyone. Mm. You're just low tolerance because you're a cat. I have yeah. There are seven. There are seven people on the planet that um that you that you lo- that you love to death and would die for. Because I'd still and then have two Everyone left. else, you're just like no, no. I That's don't think so. That's why you got to so. keep it at seven. <laughs> I don't think so. Allows for a margin yeah. of error. Um, That's right. Yeah. No. I know. I have. I have a, a clear. The one thing I think that is good about British society is that there's a clear rules of engagement. You can't be rude to anyone until they've been rude to you. At which point the gloves are off. You can do whatever it takes ha- to then- take that person down. But then that's, that's right. but then that's a kind of that's a that's a kind of vicious feedback loop. How do you, who then who's rude first? How's that decided? Well, the person who was rude first. Americans. <laughs> that is that is objective. Yeah, but like, <laughs> you can decide who was the first person to do a rude thing. Why? Because of the traditional British rule of he started it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. It's in um, yeah, okay. it's in the Magna Carta that. It's in the Constitution. It's in the it's in the Magna Carta. Yeah. Yep. Big Dave, they call him. Big Dave, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Also, the inventor of the chalk ice. Yeah. I know that's not true, but I was about to say, was he? <laughs> Even though I know that's not true, it, I'm quite tired. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the guy comes around. He's he's like kind of foisting the suit on Jerry. Jerry's trying to turn it down, and then Kramer's like, "Oh, it's an Armani suit. You got to take it. That's a great suit." And then as the guy's leaving, he's like, yeah, Jerry, you know, you can just buy me dinner sometime. And then Jerry's like, for fuck's sake. Ah, he's like, don't he's like it's a great deal, Jerry. And then, and then Kramer's like, yeah, it's a great deal. It's, it's so fair. good the way Kramer and Barney start playing off each other as he comes <laughs> over. Yeah. So like, I don't even want anything for it. He's just riffing. And that's the moment when you're like, oh, God. Kramer is so untrustworthy. He is such a bad friend. Yeah. He doesn't know what to do. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, and so, but, but what Jerry's mostly annoyed about is the fact that now he's going to have to go for dinner with this man. It's not really about the cost of the meal. Yeah. It's about the emotional No, 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 no cost. absolutely. It's about, the, yeah, right. it's about him doing emotional labor. It's um, a time and investment. Thi- and this episode is, I think, interesting on the kind of moral questions mm. front. Because I think, I think it's quite easy to, to come up with a hard stance one way or the other. However, I do not have a hard stance on what happens. As Milo will okay. continue yeah. to describe. Hard, hard stance, this guy's, this guy's in the wrong. But from the off, because you cannot say, He's oh, you can just buy me dinner sometime. That's okay. not... You can say, get me a drink sometime. That's fine. That's allowed. Buy me, buy me dinner Mar- sometime. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, no. Why don't I buy you a car while I'm for- at it? You can't just say, you can oh, offer God. to buy someone no. dinner. But you can't suggest no, it. buy me dinner in exchange for an extremely <laughs> expensive suit is but a was completely not reasonable for. exchange. At any point. Yeah, but like... You're no, foisting the suit. Like, the suit's no, being no, foisted. No, no, I'm no, sorry. No, no, he's no, handing no, him no, the no, suit. He's on the end of I agree that... I agree that... Jerry. That what Banya does... Next, <laughs> I agree that that's not that that's not correct, mm. and I agree that he is in the wrong. Yeah. However, mm. however, um. like se- like if you have given if you've given someone an expensive item of clothing, you're like, oh, buy me dinner. Like you have not specified where the dinner should be. Like it's true. Later on, he starts like mm. he, starts, he starts like goalpost shifting, and he starts yeah, he starts horse trading. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. it, like that that's that's the only way to put it. He horse trades. 
Call me he's the Achaeans because I'm fucking horse trader over here. He's one of those, he's, he's one of those horse the traders. The ancient Greeks were like, just um, buy me a, buy me dinner sometime. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah I think, no, I d- like, and also as far as Kenny is concerned as well, like, Jerry is a friend and colleague and this is a reasonable proposition. He doesn't know that Jerry's a psycho. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. The... It's 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 complicated. It's complicated. However, Banya then cedes all moral ground to Jerry later on. Like he does. That. It's so good. Um, after this conversation, we get George runs in. He's asked the waitress out. It's a day day. Mm. They're going to have a wander around after work. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they're going to go for a walk. It's pandemic vibes. It's a very Milo right. heavy episode in general because, mm. um, like. I remember like a number of occasions that you've been like, see, I'm not sure if that was a date. Oh, I thought you were going to mean mm. going on a date in the day, which I would often, oh, I would yeah. often do if yeah, I no, wasn't no, you, sure you, you had, you had a, about you, a woman. And I was like, yeah. I can't waste a whole evening yeah, yeah. on this. We need to, we need to allocate it like <laughs> an hour in the middle of the day to see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And they, they say oh, it's a day date, no shower. It's all good. No shower. A shower beforehand. You could just like, roll up. Mm. Ideal. The coffee date is good. It's very low risk. Mm. Yeah. Low cost, mm. low risk. Having a latte. Let's see what's happening. Yeah. I, don't I once, once bought woman an ice never, cream. I've never liked day. the coffee date. She didn't want to drink? Nice. We, no, well, we've had, we've had this discussion yeah. and I, I, was, I was disapproving. It was what she wanted. Oh, I think it's nice. Because she, mm. she was off the drink and so that was, she suggested it. And I was like, yeah, I'll buy you an ice cream. I don't mind. Yeah, I, th- I think if she suggested it, it's fine. I think if you're a grown adult taking an other adult out for an ice cream as a date, I think it's a little bit cutesy. Nonce play. I think that's an arbitrary thing that you've just put in place there. I, I yeah. think you can take Every- an adult out for some ice cream. <laughs> Everything I no, say sorry, is arbitrary. Making an adult woman from her place of work, but in like a transit van full of sweets. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not acceptable. What's yeah. wrong with this? I think this is fine. <laughs> Look, you know what? You Taking know what? It for like, a happy I feel meal like in the cinema. I feel like we have no, dealt. Nice. I feel like we've dealt pretty conclusively with like the Disney adults. Yeah, no, we can't. And now that's I'm true. coming for the rest of them. I'm coming for the ice cream <laughs> date adults. And you know what next? You know what next, Dev? I'm coming for the Disney children. <sighs> mm. Oh, that's fine. Get them. Watch some. Watch some fucking. I don't know. Fassbinder and uh, grow up. Fassbinder. Fassbinder. I keep all my Michael Fassbinder, Fassbinder movies in my Michael Fassbinder. <sighs> have I have I misremembered the name of this director? No, I haven't. I don't know. Fassbender is an actor. Fassbinder is the director who's a oh, different no, no, Right, okay. I always get that confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of Fassbinder. What movies he's is talking he talking to an eight year old? Like, why don't you watch some Kasturitz in and fucking grow up? Come he's back a, to me when you've seen German Stalker. Cinema movement person. New German cinema. I've, New I've German only got a couple of hours every Tarkovsky. day. I've moved on. He wrote a play <laughs> called The Bitter Tears of Petra von Kant. Wow. There you go. That sounds like a play that someone would absolutely swear by and I just would refuse to ever see. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. Such a time see, investment. Seeing a 10-year-old watching Slumdog Millionaire and being like Danny Boyle midbrow, pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> like... I, again, I know you're joking, but Slumdog Millionaire is a perfect example of a midbrow oh, piece I of know. shit. That's absolutely no, what I'm it is. It's you. like yeah. an Observer mag. It's Observer magazine oh, bullshit. I know. It's just a funny thing to say to a ten-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain yeah, things yeah, that like... are true, but which are nevertheless very funny to point out to a ten-year-old. 
<laughs> I need to develop a personality, mate. Like Fuck a 10-year-old pointing at like a sports <laughs> car on the street going, I'd like one of those. And they're like, well, I'd never give you credit on that. Or insurance. <laughs> I think that you should. How do you afford take, the petrol? The mileage is terrible. You're on pocket money. You're on what? You're just a task for being unable to drive. <laughs> <laughs> What's your pocket money you situation? Get to school. Well, I guess. It, I guess. I guess at your age, it's marginal. Yeah. Ten or fifteen quid a week for a ten-year-old. That's you that's got a, a you gigantic. Got account for inflation, Phoebe. That's pocket money so, situation. When we were kids, sure, and a, mate, a, a king's ransom. But these days, that's insane. about two no credos. That still. That still seems. That still seems a lot. Kind your of pocket cha- money. You, my, like my, child, my, my, my child is going to beat your child up for being spoiled. That's what. <laughs> yeah, both that's Devon's fun. parents that's wear gonna, that's gonna happen. Packs. It's fucked up. Yeah, my child, if you wish up. for my a penny bought, sweet, then you shall earn it. He bought a small holding, right? Which, And then he was just like, yeah, you can have some money if you fucking come out on a Sunday and do some work for me on the small holding. And I'm like, I mean, I guess I'll do that, but I'd just love it if I get a bit of dollars, mate. Nightmare. That goes, isn't it? it. Um, yeah, so I'd say <laughs> child labour. I never got him for it. <laughs> Having your dad carted <laughs> away, calling the uh, calling the DWP. My father is breaking employment law. I know this because I'm nine. <laughs> Been under his employers right. at labourer for several years now. Far below the my minimum name, my, wage. My name is my name is Joey. I am nine years old, and I am very concerned about the plans to drop the interest rate. <laughs> you got like a fucking op-ed piece in the Guardian. <laughs> yeah, I'm Joey. This is my column for the FT. He has been ignoring a number of workplace safety regulations. I know for a fact that fire extinguisher has not been inspected in over three years. <laughs> I don't think he even had a fire extinguisher on hand. We were working in a barn. Come on. Ooh. There you go. What if one of the cows had caught fire? He never even considered that. What if? Yeah, what if? Spontaneous cow bustion. Um, so, <clears throat> um, yep. Mm-hmm. one for yep. the cow channel on the yep. Discord. <laughs> Right. Um, I, I've not made notes, so I'm struggling to did steer I, did, this episode. I'm not going to lie with one of you. three channels. Did, on I, this did I send any either of you the pictures of the cows that we saw on Epping in Epping Forest at the weekend? I don't believe you did. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Remind me to remind me to so send you those I'm, pictures because you know I'm going to get the, the cab ride. I'm going to I'm going to change tack here. I'm just going to d- d- break oh, yeah. it down by storyline. Elaine's storyline. We've got the guy Mental. from England. And gradually it transpires that he is just there to freeload off Elaine. He keeps buying, borrowing money off her and then like disappearing for like lengths of time. He's not hanging out with Elaine. I mean, this guy, what, what is he playing at? It's really good. I mean, you've got Elaine Absolute waste, man. on a plate and you're being like, mm. no, I'm going to disappear. If I was staying Elaine, with Elaine, Elaine, I wouldn't in, be leaving Elaine the in house. A fucking, Elaine in a, right. in a lumberjack jacket as well. Yeah. That red and black tar- tartan jacket thing with her glasses mm. and like and her like and her pedantry. My God. Yeah. Oh god. Elaine's fits go off for the entire like second half of the, the series of yeah. Seinfeld. It's ridiculous. This is true. It, this Elaine is true. and Jerry have like the perfect opposite energies up. where like men Jerry keeps for some reason refusing to have sex with the hottest women who have ever lived. And Elaine keeps having mm-hmm. men like not interested in her despite her being the hottest woman who's ever lived um and they're sort of like a kind of yin and yang it's bizarre 
It's, it's, it's topsy-turvy world well, in Seinfeld. This is cow they, shit. They are mm. the originators and generators of all balance in the universe, so they have mm. to. Um, so they have to be the yin to each other's yang. Otherwise, it's chaos. They are the yin yang twins. They are the yin yang twins. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, this this guy deserves um, just just death. Uh, even after like mm. the first scene where you see Simon, where he's in the fucking cab, just. Mm. The whole pardon thing. So yeah, this yeah. guy's this, this guy's fucking shit. This guy's awful. Yeah. Get him out of well, here. Well, the <clears throat> the the Mitford sisters would have something to say about. We think it's proper to say pardon. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So there you go. And like, not the bad mm. Mitfords either. Like the 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 fine Mitfords. The Daily Mail's etiquette correspondent would have something to say. Not 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 <sighs> you not Unity Mitford. We don't necessarily. Want to take what she has to say for herself too seriously? Non, what her name was actually Unity. Yeah, Unity Mitford was the Nazi. <sighs> they, they absolutely yeah, German Unity. Um, yeah, no, I mean, like Aryan Unity. Yeah, um, literally. They, they absolutely loved it in the Edwardian period, giving giving women a fucking abstract noun name, didn't they? They adored yeah. it. Mm. Yeah, should bring it back. Not enough people are called Temperance these days. Mm. Honesty. Well, you occasionally, you occasionally come across a prudence, but not very often. I'm, I'm William of Ockham, and this is my sister, second. Perspicacity. Since I've come across a prudence. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Did uh, Prud- Women of good prudence don't often find themselves in your company. You don't, ah. hear, of many, you don't hear of many, like, charities anymore. Mm. Yeah, a lot of women who set yeah. up their own charity, but they're all called things like flossy. Mm. Mm, Polly. Nimpy. Yeah. <laughs> For example. Um, it's a charity that helps refugees get into horse riding. Um, it's a charity which is it's just aimed at like empowerment for like young women. Yeah. But like no, young it, women with very flat maybe. hair. Yeah. The thing is that there aren't many young women in the oil industry. Um <laughs> and so we're trying to change that by going to all the major girls' boarding schools and just saying, like, yes. You can work for Royal Dutch Shell. You don't actually need to speak Dutch. That's a common misconception. I believe that myself, but it's fine. Yeah. 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 More women oil barons. Let's get that. Let's get that gin. The oil baroness. Let's go there. (laughs) Why ever not? We get we get the date between George and this waitress, and this is this is phenomenal to me because this is (laughs) it's a great date. (laughs) He deploys the fucking manure line. Yeah, yeah. He says to this uh, woman that manu- he likes the word manure because it has the word newer in it, which is good. Mm. And then ma, which is fine. <laughs> um, yeah, ma's neutral at best. So you got ma, newer. That's classic. What the, do you the, think the about mistake- it? It's very refreshing. How it says. Yeah. This is, the <laughs> mistake George is making here is he, he should have said this to Jerry. This is classic <laughs> George and Jerry conversation. Yeah. The, the yeah. mistake George is making is this is like inner circle. Yeah. Pattern. Yeah, you can't no, no, be saying he, this to someone who's he's, just he's met you. He's allowing the membrane around the group chat to um, be breached in a very fatal way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, I know uh, the difference between the, the thoughts I say to Phoebe and thoughts I say to women. Like that's a. I am a woman. That's right. <laughs> but spiritually, <laughs> no. Spiritually, I am. I am also a woman. <laughs> Phoebe. Phoebe's one of the boys. <laughs> Look. Fuck's sake. She talks a good game. Lads, one of the boys. Fuck's sake. One of the fellas. And yet, I'm not in the boys' group chat. What the hell? Wait, what boys' group chat? Devin's in a boys' group chat. Devin's not even a boy. It's completely different boys' group chat. But I'm not in that group chat. I'm the fucking daywalker, baby. 
Yeah. Non-binary. I'm in an all boys group chat and a no yeah, boys group chat. Yeah, Deb's Easy. also in the girls group mm. chat. So, you know. Yeah, Deb's like an independent adjudicator. Yeah. The They're ombuds in every mm-hmm. group chat. They're in the Gibbo group Dev. chat. The ombuds Dev. That's right. The ombuds Dev. That's right. <laughs> the ombuds Dev. All right. Well, I'm yeah. not going to get better than that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're done here. <laughs> all right. So, Feel free to pause it and add any riffs of your own. <laughs> that's right. Do just chip in with your own puns on ombudsman or other kinds of adjudicator. Um, Deepen this parasocial relationship and, hey, maybe bump up to the five pound. Yeah, maybe consider that. <laughs> Here on Patreon. Well, all, the, all the ten. Who knows? So, oh, oh. Um, the yeah, so George, yeah, she, he says the manure thing and that's when she says that she has a boyfriend. And then he discusses this with Jerry, and then Jerry's like, I don't think she's got a boyfriend. I think she's just saying that because you said the manure thing, which is weird. Entirely reasonable response mm. from her on this one. Yeah, I mm. agree. I think she changed the play. She changed the play halfway she through. She didn't like the look of the field. Mm. I, I, I was, I was sceptical of Jerry here because I think a, a woman is more than capable of you saying something like that and then being like, right, well, I'm not doing this. But I think that's more a situation in which you just ghost. I think... Yeah, but this is the 90s. It's hard people to, to lie people about having did, a boyfriend. That's how tricky. No, people didn't ghost in the 90s. Not really. Like, this is, this is a modern affliction. Well, because they were the Ghostbusters and they'd come <laughs> after you. <laughs> exactly. But, you know. Harold Ramis would turn up at your house. That's the end I of that. Bit, thought. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah that's pretty much good. all. That's where Whew. that's going. So, yes. Um, so then uh, uh, he sets out on a mission to find out whether she has a boyfriend or not. Kramer starts dating uh, one of the other waitresses at the same cafe. And so they're trying to get Kramer to find out. Um, different cafe, I think, isn't it? Oh, is yeah, it a different yeah. cafe? Okay, anyway, different, so Kramer, yeah, Kramer elucidates that it, in fact, is uh, she doesn't have a boyfriend. And so then George yeah. sets about um, trying to sabotage uh, her job to get her fired from the cafe because he thinks it's bullshit that now he can't go to the cafe because it's awkward because he's been going there longer than she's been working there. Um, and then Jerry's storyline is he has to buy the guy dinner and he takes the guy out for dinner and the guy's like I'm not hungry so I just good. had a hot dog I'm just going to have soup and use the dinner another time okay this is absolutely feral it's not a voucher it's so good it's such You're a brutal social manoeuvre <laughs> to be at the dinner with this guy and be like you know what I'll just get the soup you can take me out for dinner another time <laughs> like just brutal there's no there's no path out of that for Jerry mm. you can't refuse that oh I would refuse it he tries, bless him, but there's you can't do anything in the face of Banya. <laughs> the yeah. thing is, Jerry has the power in this situation. Banya's only power is the illusion of power. Banya's being mm. like, you have to take me out for dinner another time. And actually, no, you don't. What's he going to do? Nothing. You can subject him to social shame. Yeah, he keeps holding the suit over him. Mm. A suit yeah, of then, Damocles. But it, what Jerry does is strange, because it's strange mm. to give away the suit as opposed to just give it Back, giving it back to Banya, saying this isn't worth it. Because I think that's a matter of principle. At this point, he's bought him something. Yeah. Because then it subsequently mm. then buys him a soup dinner. and a sandwich at the no, cafe, no, no, Ger- and the guy's still Ger- claiming that's not dinner. Jerry is completely correct. Like when Banya says, "I gave you a suit for nothing. You won't even buy me a meal." Jerry should not be cowed by that. Jerry should dig his heels in because, as he points out, the act of buying someone dinner is sitting down to eat with them and then get, picking the check up. It's not his fault that Banya goes to this dinner having already eaten. Uh, like yeah. Jerry Why is does completely he go to the dinner in the right. Eaten? Chaotic behavior. Exactly. Insane. What I what I don't understand is that is that Banya is occupying a state of moral righteousness, which he, for whatever reason, throws away. He flings it clean away. Mm. Comedians. 
He's uncomfortable with being morally righteous, as most comedians are. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so, it's yeah, uh, it's, it's, a t- it's a tough one for, for Jerry. He's, an, he's dealing with a deeply unreasonable man. Yeah. <laughs> and you cannot, because... you cannot reason someone out of a situation they didn't reason themselves into. Mm. That is true. Mm. He goes to discuss this with Elaine, and she, she's 100% spitting. And Everything Elaine... that Elaine says to him is entirely true. Elaine gets massively hung up on the nature of the suit. Which I yeah, think she's is like, very funny. Like consomme, that's a very light soup. I'm not sure that does constitute a meal. Like, look, if it was chicken gumbo or like matzo ball, that'd be a meal. But consomme, did she's like, did he crumble crackers into it? He's like, I don't. Did he Who crumble any crackers, crackers into, into soup? Is this an American thing? You should be having soup with bread. Must be crackers. Nah, crackers insane. What's going on yeah, there? well, no, it's an American thing. They love these the, these saltine cracker things, and they put them in soup and then they go soggy and then you've got like stuff in your soup when you haven't necessarily wanted stuff in your soup it's a, it's, it's a bad, bad scene man it, it's it really scene. it really winds me up that americans think they can have a pop at british food i'm like get your own house in order okay mm. get your yeah. own goddamn house in order yanks yeah all right they, it's because they it's because they pick the soup up Fucking at the bodega yanks. i've so. seen grits yeah. I've seen bacon with maple syrup on it. Pull yourselves together. Take a good hard look at yourselves. Grits. Now that's insane to me. Mm. I'm not so keen on the, the cheese that comes in the pump action bottle like it's yeah, body no, that's lotion. That's not good. That's not that's good. That's something, that's something that which I don't care for. But we've talked about this before because, because we're talking about it in like intention with uh, the, the cheese out of a tube, which is also bad. It's all bad. Yeah. Yeah. Che- cheese should not be extruded. No, cheese, cheese shouldn't be like that. There's Other no way that should. There's no way that no, no way that a cheese should be like that. I don't know. That's right. It's just un- unacceptable to me. Getting getting cheese out of one of those like soft serve ice cream machines, just like swirling it into a cone. Oh, and that but, wouldn't constitute a first day either. And putting a little sausage in it as like a flake. First day. God, but that wouldn't. Not on its Awful. own. It's take a, a girl out for <laughs> cheese cones. Unacceptable. For cheese cones. Oh. Actually, another time I was on a date with a girl also getting ice cream, but this was this was many dates in. We'd been seeing each other for a while at this point. We were in the park. It was hot. There was an ice cream van there. We decided we would get an ice cream. So I go up and I'm ordering the ice creams. And then the girl I was with was very clear that she wanted a 99 with flake. She wanted the flake. She didn't want there to be any suggestion that there wouldn't be a flake. So when I, I ordered the ice creams, I said, can we have two... 99s with flake and it was a it was a lady ice cream man and mm. she said a lady ice cream man these days. a woman and, king yeah that's right yeah uh. and she that's right because of woke we have to have a lady <laughs> ice cream man now and she and she raised her voice to me and she said a 99 always comes with a flake that's how it works and i'm like mm. all right i am a customer oh i, th- oh, I think she's right no, she's See, not. See, that was my I've that was my thing. Given a ninety nine without a flake, and that was like, the reason for the girl like, I was with anxiety like, about potentially may- not getting a flake. Like maybe mm-hmm. her, maybe her like framing could have been a bit more gracious, but I think that unfortunately, I think the I think the semantic content is right. Well, maybe semantically she is right, but in fact, in point of reality, they it's often give a, without, you a you ask for a ninety nine, and they flake, don't give you the flake but, if you don't ask but then for it. They're wrong. She, I think she's right. With flake is my the behavior is reasonable. It's like getting a... mugged and going, but sir, this is illegal. 
Like, as it doesn't matter that it's illegal. As a philosophical category, a mm. 99 is the 99 by virtue of its flake. Otherwise, it's just a Mr. Whippy. Otherwise, it's just a sparkling That's- Mr. Whippy. It's Please, Mr. Whippy was me. my father. Call me William of Whip. Call, him, call me Margaret Thatcher. That's I, right. to, to me, a 99 with flake is the name of the product. Oh, okay. Like, well, I, this is, mm. Dev, like, you know I love you, but this is why you don't have your own That's ice reasonable. cream van. Because That's of, true. Because of garbage like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> of this, I this syntactic I to sell. All these fucking newfangled ice creams <laughs> as well. You don't have a, a clear ontological framing of ice cream. And that's where you went wrong with your ice cream van business. Yeah. I was wondering so. how that crashed and burned, but... The time on the stream we did the compilation of ice cream men having fights with each other, I think was one of the <sighs> best videos we've ever watched. We, we get some fucking bangers in, actually. Ice cream men, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> they're engaged in like drug dealer-style turf wars. Oh yeah, oh and, yeah, hugely. Uh, there are there's just amazing mobile phone footage out there of uh, ice cream men toe to toe about who gets to ice cream van this street. Um, like, yeah, that's you know. why I got out of the ice cream industry. Not necessarily because my ontological failures regarding ninety nine <laughs> with flake. Yeah. Counting nines, I couldn't, they call it. Couldn't take it. Yeah, couldn't it take happens. the heat. It happens, mm. and it's quite hard to to crash and burn an ice cream van because it's pretty cold. Oh. Two, two Metropolitan Police detectives standing over a dead ice cream man with a flake sticking out of his eye socket. <laughs> oh, you ain't see this, Gov. It's been a real uptick in uh, ice cream on ice cream violence recently. Ice cream on ice <laughs> cream the, violence. They're in the fucking, like, squad car and it gets called in as a 99 with flake. The thing is, the local population <laughs> are all scared of the ice cream men, so they won't, uh, none of them will they come out it. as eyewitnesses. Because generally speaking, if you're not in the ice cream business, it doesn't affect you. You know, they keep to their own. That's right. The ice cream truck going up and down the street, that's threatening. They're yeah. checking in on their territory. And also, actually, you know, the ice cream men, they want to sell ice cream in peace. So they often keep the other crime in the area in check. You know, that a lot of local residents say the ice cream man being there actually makes them feel safer. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. An ice cream man like Pablo Escobar is like building a school in the like poorest neighborhood in town and like it's in the shape of a big soft serve ice cream. (laughs) Like a big, a big fab. It's like a youth center. A big fab like a youth center. Yeah. What's your your ice cream van order? 99 with flake. 99 with flake. Sauce? No sauce. I like those little cider lollies. Come on. Mm. I like the red strawberry sauce. Mm. That makes it look like it makes it look like the ice cream's bleeding. Nah, no sauce. <laughs> I <laughs> want to feel like I'm murdering this ice cream. Not on a well, 99, I, surely be, no sauce. Because I don't I don't eat meat, so I have to like I have mm. to like um do something to like satisfy my atavistic hunting urges. You have to satisfy your meat urges vicariously through putting red sauce on an ice cream. This is- Yes. This has just somehow reminded okay. me of... I just wanted to summarise that. <laughs> yeah. at, at the weekend, I'm going <laughs> for like a big group dinner as part of a stag do. Um, nice. And they, we had to like order the food in advance. And the idea is like you all have the same thing. And it's like a big... Like you have a big thing between a lot of you. And we decided we were going to have the like prime rib of beef. Mm-hmm. And on the menu, it clarified that it was from an ex-dairy cow. As though... <laughs> 
I want to know about the work history of this cow. <laughs> I want to know what is the provenance of this cow. What has its career been? It's been That's interesting. Course, I've never seen that before. A couple of years in a call centre. Um, <laughs> and mostly. Can, can you explain this uh, gap in your employment? A couple of years on the mini cabs. <laughs> yes, well, I started a podcast with my friends during this time. <laughs> Please, God. <laughs> Please employ me. The, the Mood podcast. Hey, it's another one for mm. the cow channel. Yeah, does. with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, mm. that's right. Mm. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, George reckon, Cow stands. I reckon Elaine is one of those like super chic people who never has ice cream at all. She just has sorbets. Oh, what a miserable way that's to live your fucked. life. Though. No, no, I, I think I think no, Elaine's needs more to be fun a than that. Elaine loves a sweet treat. She's often found eating like a big donut, or a, I don't think she'd be a sorbet gal. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I think she'd find something inherently undignified about the ice cream. No, but she loves eating in an undignified way. That's true. It's like a she big does. Big Elaine character trait. She does. You know what? I withdraw my entire. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. she does. Okay. She does fair play. Well, fair play. Comes Elaine. Cheerfully withdrawn. Um, a bit of a resurgence of the of the big salad. Right. Have we got anything else? Have we got anything else to add? Right. So the guy the guy announces he's going back to the UK. Jerry gives him the suit. The guy. Uh, the comedian guy wants the suit back. Jerry's like, well, I've given it away. And then there's a whole thing where the, in the cafe at the end, the guy's like, I, I've i got a job in New York thanks to this suit. I'm going for like a second interview now. Um, and then the guy, the comedian he wants his suit back. And then Elaine's like, that's your suit. Take it. Um, mm-hmm. Although at this point, he's already moved out of her apartment. So why does she care? If that guy wants to stay in New York, it's a big place. Yeah, because I think that she's he's annoyed her enough that she wants to exact revenge. Mm. It's pure spite. I think that's fair. Point. It's pure spite. Yeah, that's right. I know. and I respect it. I respect the spite. Yeah. He, there's um, a only thing to add. There's a really nice bit earlier because obviously Kramer's given up eating refrigerated food where he bursts into Jerry's apartment and clearly just doesn't know what to do if he can't just go straight to the fridge. Is really well played. <laughs> it just yeah. like mm. bursts in and then it just sort of stands there awkwardly for a minute or two. Oh yeah, and his waitress girlfriend is constantly coming over and is hungry and he's having to come around to Jerry's house for food and he's like, yeah. she's hungry, Jerry, and if I don't come back in there with food, there's going to be trouble. That's a very, really that's a very, that's a very me energy. I like I the idea the, of just like having sugar. a big woman that you have to feed. Yeah. Like, like, the, like the little yeah, shop of it? It'd be lovely to have a big woman that you have to feed. God, wouldn't mm. that be nice? Yeah. Mm. You know what I'd like? I'd like a wide woman in a narrow bed. A wide oh, yeah. woman and a oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a country song. Yeah. <laughs> you know this about Phoebe. Right. She's got a um, wide woman and <laughs> yeah. a narrow bird. Yeah. yeah. And then it transpires that the waitress that George went on the date with is leaving the cafe anyway because she's uh, her like little pet project business has taken off. Mm. Um, but also, but- like, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense when she says like, "So, what's it going to be?" Um, she's the one who she's the one who lied to him about having a boyfriend to get out of dating him. So, like, what does she care about? What's it going to be? Mm. She's a flip flopper. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, she she doesn't get to be mad at George. She's one of those flip. Yeah, that that reminds me. This has got one mm. of my favorite like Elaine lines in like the whole series. Australians call them a thong thonger. That's right. Mm. Um, when um, when Jerry calls the British guy a real ba- like a real bounder, and she says yes. That's what he is. He's one of those bounders. And What's I just a real bounder? He's a bounder. He's a bounder and a cat. Mm, that's right. Yeah. And I, I just like the way she says, yeah, he's one of those bounders. He's a bounder and a cat. Yep. 
instead of a bit at the end, what you get is is George just eating silently on his own in a different cafe. Right, because he he gets banned from the cafe for trying to get the waitress fired. Yep. But all he's doing is phoning the cafe and asking if she's there, which A, I don't think that would get her fired. Mm. And B, like, it's also, you can't really ban someone from the cafe for that. It got Mm. Hildy fired from her job at the other cafe. No, Kramer said she got fired because he was always stopping by there and talking to her, not phoning up. He says calling. calling. he He says calling. He says, well, he says calling round. So I think you could take it as either showing up or calling up. Because if you, if you call the cafe, the guy can just refuse. The boss can just I, not put you I on. Don't if a guy's turning up there, that's more disruptive. I think disruptive. with like a, kind of like, like a kind of precarious job, like being a waitress, I think that you could probably get sacked if your boyfriend kept calling the, calling like the office phone. <laughs> I've got a question. Sure. I don't know how the washing machine works. Put her on. <laughs> I need to, to uh, um, I've got myself stuck in a Pringle tube. Can you put, can you put her on? I'm not going to say which part of my body. I'm stuck in a Pringle tube. Ah, that's right. That is right. It's my head. Um, right. So, like, I was trying to get the crumbs. Hey, that's the episode. Hey. Hey. Whoa. Hey. It remains for oh. us. I need to thank Devin very much for joining us. Thank you, as ever, Devin. It was a delight. Uh, it's always, always a it's always a pleasure. I, I just come over and hang out, largely. We love, love to see it. Um, it's, isn't it nice? Is there anything you'd like to plug to our loyal hogs? Uh, sure. You can you can find me on uh, on Kill James Bond, my podcast with Alice and Abby, um, and the inventor and I, of broccoli. That's right. <laughs> we talk about the inventor of broccoli. Mm. Brackets legitimately. Mr. Cubby, broccoli. Cubby Broccoli. Um, literally, also, literally Mr. Broccoli. Cubby Broccoli is the little place posts. where you keep your broccoli. Ah, uh, little, little broccoli cubby. Nice. Mm. Sorry, we were, talking, know, we were talking over Dev's plugs. Sorry, Dev, please continue. Ah, 10,000 oh, posts. What 10, is that? 10,000 posts? What is so that? So many posts. Tell us what uh, it's that, it's tell some us what sort of is. podcast about, about sort of posting. Podcast. With, uh, that, with Sounds like it's presented by someone really cool glamorous. isn't it? Not yeah, Hussein, well, the other Kizvani, one. That's the right. other one. Cool <laughs> and glamorous. The most oh, glamorous man I know. He is the most glamorous man you know. Uh, and I also, I also edit um, Well, There's Your Problem, which is Alice's podcast on YouTube now. Oh, you edited that? Oh. Given, yeah, I ju- I, they've just hired me. They've decided mm. that the audio is, is garbage. and bad audio for a long time. <laughs> so I've been deal with it. So I was like, all right, I'll fucking Good do content, it. Good content, bad audio. Now hopefully better audio. Mm. I mean, Dev can't physically go to America and teach them how to use a microphone, but, you know. Oh, I can try. You can try. Just just head over there and start throttling them immediately. Just like, Liam, if you're going to travel this often, please purchase a travel microphone. (laughs) Please, for the love of God. It's not (laughs) on. Who are those people? Uh, No, it's good. Good content. Those are three Mm. podcasts you can check out in your spare time. They're always lovely. And if you're listening to this, it has been the free one. You can subscribe to our Patreon. It is $3 a month. If you upgrade to $5, you will get the Discord and the monthly movie corner. If you upgrade to $10, you will get the What's the Deal miniseries. Um, Currently, our movie corner, the month of October, is going to be Ghostbusters with Maddie Mm -hmm. Lubchansky. That was a fun episode. We recorded it yesterday. Classic stuff. Absolute banger. Loads of great stuff on the bonus content feed. Check it out. Yep. Yep. That's right. We will see you very soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
拜拜。